Hey, salute, fam. This is T. Judah, man. I just have to give you a big salute, man. That I feel that, man. I just happened to find that uh, through the, um, you know, Fonzo uh, Neutron, D-O-T-B-M. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I'm sorry. I might have got that wrong, bro, but you know what it is, though. But uh, definitely, man, um, you know, we'll, we'll holler back, man. One. Yeah, peace family. So we're back with it once again now. This clip is a clip that's on YouTube, but this has been sent to us for us to give a response to. Now it's um entitled Why White Women Are Jealous of Black Women. And um appears to be a white woman. Um so I'm not sure where from. Yeah, oh yeah, you was getting a lot of static coming in. Are you, are you using like a, a plug-in mic or something? Yeah, I'm just... I'm, oh no. Is that better now? Yeah. Yeah, okay, all right. Cool, cool. Whatever, right. whatever mic it is, it picks up a lot of movement. Hmm, all right. Yeah, peace, fam. So we're back with it again. Um, This time we're going to check out another clip that was sent to us. This one's on YouTube and it's entitled Why White Women Are Jealous of Black Women. Um... You know, we like to disseminate these topics, break them down, discuss them. So um, let's see what's being said on this. Hello and welcome to another video. Wow, um, thank you. I normally don't make English content on my YouTube, but- um, You recognize the accent. The video was actually inspired by- I have someone in East Europe, I think. Um, her name is Waffles Only Sis. <laughs> And um, she actually asked me to make this video because a video of mine, a teacher video of mine, went viral. And the video was literally all about um, me stating why many white women, or most white women, um, are in fact jealous of black women. So, um, as you can maybe. I like how she said many and most, she didn't say all. A lot of exactly. white people um, try to make me understand try to make me believe that what I'm saying comes from a point of like I'm literally ju uh, judging myself and saying I am jealous of black women that's why all white people are jealous of black women which is definitely not the point um even if I was um everybody is at one point in their life always jealous of something or of somebody but that's not the issue the issue is that okay I'm gonna pause it quickly just before we get back into it I just want to say um I don't know who she is but she sounds quite intelligent and you know what big ups to her for appearing on the camera and speaking because you know we recently checked out another clip which was um about latina women and you know it was just a slideshow and it it, it put a lot of assertions and stuff out there but whoever had put it together you know they they wasn't on there speaking you couldn't really feel anything but this lady she hasn't said much so far but from what she has said it sounds like she's coming from a real place you know, exactly. it, it, doesn't, it doesn't sound like she's, you know, she BSing or something. So I, I just want to say that. So yeah, let's pick this back up. But what I said comes from historical facts. It's not as if I pulled this out of my thumb and I felt like, let me just put this on TikTok. Actually, the video was like a stitch. Um, I saw it, a black woman and she literally said, why do y'all hate black women so much? And um, before I even go into it, I want to keep this as short as possible. <laughs> that's fine. Before I even go into it, I want to say that you are only 
jealous of someone you can never be like like if someone is out of your reach um that can be financially so true. socially economically um visually yep. ethnically bring, bring it you out. can have so many um reasons if someone is out of your reach for you you always react with jealousy sometimes consciously and some, sometimes subconsciously Okay, well, I uh, just want to pause that again quick. You know, once again, big ups to whoever she is. I haven't really heard, you know, all the way she's going with this, but, you know, she's bringing it out. You know, um, one of the things we discuss on here on DOATBM is, is issues that affect the humans, not just, um, you know, all, you know, everybody. You know, this human condition is something that afflicts us all. And, um, you know, we've discussed jealousy in the past. We've discussed um, social and economic things, but even just how jealousy is one of the biggest things that we see as a problem in the community and just amongst people. And sometimes I think people don't understand how it can be rooted as a pathology and the psychological aspect to it. So what she sort of did there, just drawing the correlations, and she said it earlier when she said, you know, everybody can be jealous or has experienced jealousy, but it's until you can um, grasp that form of understanding sometimes within it yourself, that you can then sometimes free yourself from it, you know? So, um, I think she made a great point just bringing it up and saying it can be conscious and sometimes it can be subconscious. You know, um, I was slightly off topic. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and he was Greek and he was explaining that when he moved to the UK, he experienced a lot of racism from um, the English, like the white English people. And he, you know, and he's Greek. So, but he was saying everybody used to call him a Paki, assuming that he was, you know, Pakistani or something. And or you know, not even just assuming he's Pakistani, because as we know, they use it as a as a racial slur for most Asians. It doesn't matter even they'll say to an Indian, you know what I mean? So anyway, he was saying in that experience, what he felt or what he thought was that the English people and the white people were, were some of the most jealous people he had come across just, you know, in his life, you know, he's, and he's been around all sorts of nationalities and stuff just from living and, you know, but he was saying just from how it was, he was like, it was just jealous of me for like no reason or cause I'm, dip, you know, just a, that little difference that he had and stuff like that. So um, I think that's an interesting point. So I want to see where she goes with this because using the same analogy that that guy spoke about where he said the English guys were jealous I'm not sure she's going to say something similar in terms of the women because people carry certain psychologies and pathologies with them sometimes so on um, you know you got any points yeah um I kind of I, I agree with what she's saying I mean jealousy is a, a normal human emotion that we can all experience and it can be conscious and it can be subconscious and as she rightly pointed out you know to be really jealous of someone you know, it, it, it has to be something that you can never be, if that makes sense. Otherwise, you can't. If, it, if it's something that you can be, then you won't be jealous because you can do that as well. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. If you if you can if you can do something that someone's doing, then then you have no reason to be jealous of them because you can go and do it as well. Yeah. Um, but generally, if you can't do something, if you can't do or be something that someone else is, then that's when the jealousy comes out. So I definitely agree with that. But yeah, it's a normal human emotion. We yeah. all experience. We've all had people, we will be jealous of someone at some point. All people will be jealous of us. That's just the way it is. It's just normal human emotion that God's given us. Bring um, it. Yeah, so yeah. Okay. So yeah, well, you know, we'll get back into the clip. And as you said, you made a great point in which she sort of made as well, where they said, you know, jealousy, it can be based on somebody having something you don't. So, you know, and that could be a better job, you know, uh, 
a better financial standard, you know, a better home life and any any little things and stuff. And sometimes in this world that we live in, especially in today's age with social media and with everything being constantly being shown and promoted in your face. And people don't understand the concept of advertising and stuff like that is to make you want something or see something that you don't have. So it's, it's about selling you what you don't have and, and telling you that, convincing you that you need it. So every time something's being shown to you, it's not only being shown to you to promote to you, it's also being flaunted to you in a sense and, and emphasizing that it's something that you don't have, you know. So in today's time, I think jealousy and stuff like that is definitely at a high. I'm going to do the math on the date when this clip was posted up, but um, I think it's fairly recent, but let's get back to it. What is always a point of, I wish I was that person. I wish I had the, that person's money, car, house, face, body, eyes, ears, character, whatever. Jealousy always comes from a point of not being able to be like the person we, uh, or the person in question, okay? So I actually wrote some things down because of course, before I made that video, of course I did my research. And um, the thing is, um, starting, for example, with with um, fashion that was very modern in the 1700s, um, women used to dress in a way that they used to carry like 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 a pillow. I know what she's talking like those um... on like something in their behind to make their butt appear a lot bigger. Now, if we're looking at it's the, like when they used to wear those dresses and stuff. And the physics of a black woman of course always under the prescription under the thought that not every woman is the same even different um, ethnicities have so many shades so many skin tones white isn't white black isn't black of course other than that okay i just want to pause it real quick because she just made a great point again um white isn't white and black isn't black it's funny because i was i was um traveling earlier and you know we were experiencing a lot of snow right now and i was looking at the snow on the ground and you know I, I was observing how good the snow looks and it's you know it's just white and clean and all that stuff and then i was you know understanding how dangerous the snow is at the same time especially if you come across uh, the black ice but mm. then i was thinking to myself well that white is white and that black is black and and as we use the terms white and black to describe so-called people on the planet you know, so-called black, that's why sometimes we say so-called black people and so-called white people, because these are, you know, terrestrial terms that we've been bound with. However, you know, no so-called white person is that color white. I haven't seen nobody as white as the snow. You know, I've seen some white people be pale and some of them would even refer to others and say, oh, you know, you, you're looking lily white and stuff, or, you know, when they're, they've got different aspects and shades and stuff. And then just like certain so-called black people, I, I mean, I've seen dark people, but I, I ain't seen nobody myself personally as black as the color black that we know black, you know. So, um, so where she just said black isn't black and white isn't white, and she was just explaining and emphasizing there are different shades and characteristics and stuff within people. So I think that was um, a good point. No, yeah, really good point. Like, nobody's really white. I'm speaking from a point that this is common sense. If it isn't to you, please check yourself first before coming for me. Um, that Ooh, being said, bring it out. Of course, every woman's physics or every woman's body shape is different, but there are certain features that are attached to certain ethnicities. And of course, black women are known for having beautiful full lips, 
um, very sharp facial features they are known for their jawline for their nose bones for the, the the hips of their nose is it called hips of the nose i guess you know what i mean the sharp eyebrows um they are known for their hips and the hourglass figure that's absolutely trendy now that is, is everywhere um some years back you will still be bullied if look you at kim kardashian now, you know everybody wants a big butt and the media have the capacity to blame this on people like the kardashians that are literally the the human definition of copying black women um Brilliant. i'll just mention them. it starts not only with the body shape it's the lip fillers is the the eyebrow lifts many of us are getting the fa the face contouring when we are getting injections to make the facial bones sharper that are just not common in our ethnicity these are things that of course there are always exceptions just like there are black women with small lips black women with flat butts every like i said in the beginning everybody is different but that notwithstanding like i said there are certain um certain looks that are designed or that are known to be often seen in black women yeah so you know she talking about generation and um you know which you know getting into the science of things you know obviously we all carry different genetic codes and stuff in our genome and um you know heredity and even just how the human genes and stuff redevelops and develops and you are going to have certain inherent traits you know down to your race you know um which is is definitely statual and factual you know and there are exceptions to the rule there's nothing that's um because everything's like a cold if you think about dna there's a cold that makes you have the skin tone that you have that's why they say some people who have different sort of skin tones sometimes because they have mutated genes and cells and stuff in different ways and stuff when you get down to the science and stuff like that um we've actually got a video that's going to be coming up soon where we're going to really get down into more of the genome stuff and break down some of the um genetic mutations and stuff and things like that because i think that's a an important bit of science that sometimes is um missed out because just like if you've got certain genes and you can pass down certain illnesses through families and stuff like that it's the same sort of thing you know so features and stuff are passed down you know characteristics and stuff are passed down and stuff too um the point about the kardashians and stuff and just the media you know there's definitely been that i don't want to say love hate thing with the whole big butt thing but with some people it's been you know adorned and celebrated and you know others it's been they've been marginalized or um you know mocked you know people see the image of Sarah Bartman who was known to have um you know the big big bucks and you know she was was a figure that they mocked and um i mean some mix a lot he changed the game you know with, with um baby got back <laughs> because he opened up a lot of people's eyes again where it was like you know he was like Cosmo says you no baby got you know and he he kind of made that cool again in a, in a lot of ways as well so um mm. and then you know we had Beyonce Bootylicious you know Shakira uh, Kylie I don't go slightly off topic but I think mm. even with certain people I remember in the UK at one point they started making a big deal about Kylie Minogue's but and they was like oh you know Kylie and I was like well she ain't really packing nothing like major or nothing that we don't um we, we we you know figures and stuff like she rightly said is something we know about you know not to give too much of the game but to give a bit of inside baseball you know when we was younger 
and we was young bucks. That's how it was, you know, we out in the streets. Some people still say today, you know, are you a TNA guy, a T guy, or an A, you know, you know, what do you probably look at, a girl and stuff, and some guys, you know, they always, even when we was young, it was the same thing. We knew the black girls had that kind of shape, and if we looked at a girl from an other ethnic group, nine times out of 10, the, the first thing you kind of did was look at their body and see if, um, you know, what sort of body they had, and if they, if they, it might sound crass, but if they had a body that was like, what we would similar to like a black girl's body or whatever we'll be like oh yeah that could be oh yeah she got bodies even if her face look yeah but she got i uh, you know so she makes some interesting points and sometimes just um in the bodies that we see and that we view from people it carries um you know even the bodies carry a certain route because even if we're talking about different humans in the, in the human family this go back you know to the they say you know the black woman's the only woman with the eve gene that's the you know the original woman on the planet mm. you know if you know they the what's what's the um the old um woman that they found and or the, the oldest skeleton remains lucy, that they, lucy, lucy. They bring it out yeah, you know, bring it out yeah. so um you know there's there's a lot to be said what i find very interesting and peace to this lady whoever she is because um you know the thing about us we discuss things from a black perspective but you know we're the most humane people, definitely. And even us as individuals, we're humane. We, we see humanity and we get on with people from everywhere. You know, ourselves, a couple of months ago, we sat down with, you know, Muslim brothers and, and you know, spoke and, and, and had them on the podcast and stuff and broke down some things, you know. So with it, it, can't, it can be said that we don't judge people in that way. I know sometimes people might hear the topics that we touch on, but we touch on everything. We're about bringing truth and, you know, freedom, justice, equality, just just kicking the realness. So I want to say peace to this woman because she definitely been kicking some real on this, what I've heard so far, just to what she knows and she's being honest. She said herself that stuff that I reckon she might have had surgery and stuff that I know because she was saying we, we have to do this. So I don't know if she was just using it in generalization or including herself in, in um, what she's had to do and stuff too, you know. I probably went slightly off topic, but let's get back to the show. Black people in general. So now, thanks to social media, we have a whole new word for that, which is called black fishing. Um, that's like, I'm not even going to explain this because I'm not black, obviously, and I'm not in the position of explaining what black people are going through. I'm just speaking from my perspective as a white woman. Um, Black fishing is exactly what we've been doing since we came to recognize the fact that black women have what we can never achieve naturally because surgery has just been around for a few years now so and it's been hyped and it's having a like a boom in the last maybe like five years thereabout I can't really say because I my ass is not I don't have that kind of beautiful hour hourglass figure I'm not even going to lie if I had the coins I'm, I will go for that because it's absolutely beautiful. Um, of course, that's jealousy, by the way. We need to redefine what jealousy really is. When I see a woman, I see her and I'm like, I wish, I wish I had the money to have this body. Better yet, I wish I was blessed with this body naturally. That's already jealousy. We are seeing jealousy as something that's so negative because most of the time, jealousy is followed by hate. But I can be jealous of somebody and still admire that person and adore that person for that 
still wish I had it. I don't have it. I can still love myself. Man, I'm still beautiful. I love the way I look. I love who I've become. Uh, I'm still a work in progress. That doesn't stop me from loving who I am now. That doesn't mean that I cannot look at another woman and be like, damn girl, you're fine. I wish I had your body. Okay, so yeah, you know, they're getting a bit catty with it. But you know, females do that. They definitely check out. I don't think that's just a thing white women do. I know black women, a lot of women do the same thing. They, you know, look at other women and, and sort of look at what they have. Mm. You know, sometimes that could be material. It could be, you know, an item, it could be clothing. It could be a car, it could be a house. It could be, you know, a part of their body or what they look like or, you know, their style. So what she sort of got back into was the concepts of jealousy not necessarily always being rooted in hate, just in out of somebody having something that you lack. And um, she hasn't mentioned like melanin or anything or skin tone, but she did mention blackfishing. And to me, blackfishing, in my understanding, is this thing on social media and, and just where it's been exasperated of certain types of races overemphasizing their pictures or their selves in makeup and, and other things in a way to to done the so-called image of a black woman. Now the issue what I think a lot of black women take with it is they feel as though they've been marginalized and suppressed and repressed for so long for holding an image that's natural to them. Like, you know, for instance, you know, a young black girl getting braided. The thing is, somebody could look at braids as a figure of beauty, but if you've been around a lot of black families, and you've seen some of the young kids where they're getting head, their head done, they're crying, <laughs> they're this, they're that, exactly. you know? So they got to go through all of that. And then on top of it, they probably go to school and then they're catching hell at school because they look different or they're being treated different because somebody sees something in them that they don't have or can't do. You know, I can't do my hair like that, but they're, they're marginalizing them because of it. But then some of those, not necessarily the same people, but people from some of those same groups then, are adopting that look themselves, but they're getting praised for it or they're getting, um, you know, not treated any different about it. They're like, you know, some may get treated different. Some may look and say, oh, well, you trying to look like one of those black people for or whatever, but, you know, and it's not for me to categorize any particular look as such to being black. So I just want to say that because she spoke on the black fishing, but um, it seems more her, was she speaking a lot from, uh, I think her body, look part we've got more of it to get to so i don't know if she gets into skin tone and stuff but um as i said i didn't hear her mention the melanin but i mentioned that because it could be said that other non-black people in different shades and forms have different concentrations and levels of melanin or some are seen as mel more melanin deficient in a sense so when you're deficient of something it's something that you are lacking so um maybe that's where some of the jealousy she was kind of speaking about could come from as well you know because if somebody's got something that you just you you're devoid of that could also cause issues you know you still there then yeah yeah i was related no i was, I was going to mention this earlier actually but it was i was going to say it just shows how powerful the media is because it's like what was what is considered attractive now like big backsides and big lips and you know those kind of things voluptuous figures that kind of thing that was 20 or maybe 30 years ago that was ridiculed oh, yeah. uh you, you know you get <laughs> you know what i mean girls at school if they had that kind of figure you know we get teased for it but now it's in and that's all because 
the media. People in the media uh, have, you know, whether it be, you know, rappers or, or kind of Cardi B or, you know, any kind of female figures, it's, they, they have shown that to be an attractive. So because they've, because they've stated how attractive that figure is, and now that's in, it's now considered to be in. It's almost like we're just like people in society, just sheep following whatever the media tells them. Yeah, no, if, if, the media, if the media said tomorrow, if, 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 it, if it was pushed in the media tomorrow that having no eyebrows was attractive, guess what? People would, would be shaving off their eyebrows and, yeah. and, and having no eyebrows would be attractive. You see what I mean? Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah. And I think that's definitely... People are, so people are so easily led. Yeah, so we're in a society like that. And I think that's definitely the case for some people and, you know, for the, a huge portion, maybe a lot. Um, however, would you... Um, toy with the idea that perhaps you know no def you know definitely people are easily learning that stuff too but in the concept of some of what we identify as being you know attractive or cool would you say that that started out naturally because it's like you mentioned a cardi b and some of these people that they came from the hood and at the same time mm -hmm. it's like you know my guy fino gambino props to him he said this the other day he said you know all the rich people got rich off the poor people. You know, they used us, <laughs> used our idea, mm -hmm. used our this, used our that. So it's the same concept in the sense of um, the visual image that I think in, in some aspects that they tried to repress has naturally still managed to blossom and bloom enough that it captivated different people in different ways. Now, if it's just like, you know, a certain type of look that people want or, or would want to be like, some, that comes from the ground level. It's like a Cardi B, she came from the ground level, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, I, I do agree that the media d done, does um, exasperate a lot of these things, but I feel as though, you know, some of it, it starts out from a natural point. And I think, not to speak for this lady, I think that's where she's trying to kind of, you know, go, or maybe that's where she's coming from saying, you know, there's a natural sort of, look that some women have that is naturally attractive or you know when we look at things from a anthropological standpoint we know that people have different phenotypes genotypes and even anthropomorphic types of the body you know so mm -hmm. and some of these things are what we denote attraction to now she didn't mm -hmm. really suggest much towards um she did speak on some facial features in in some aspects, now you've got other people that may say they find a Asian women or more Indian and certain types of women more attractive because there's a certain type of symmetry in their faces and stuff as well that um, is, is just kind of indicative to them, which is why they have a, some may say they, they, all, they, have a, they all look pretty or they have a certain, you know, so sometimes it's, you know, different people have different forms to their body. So I, I believe a lot of that's natural in the media. It doesn't necessarily um, create that. They just exploit it because it's just like a good artist. You know, the artist creates the music and then once they get to the machine, the machine usually exploits it and um, runs with the narrative for whatever it can um, gain from it. You know, so um, let's get back to the last portion of this clip. Um that's because i'm apparently okay with myself so if you're at the point where you're not okay with yourself and you have every reason for your own in your own thinking you have a reason to be hating on other people because you're so desperately 
um, not comfortable in your skin, it's your problem, not theirs. <laughs> Check yourself. So um, then another thing is that not only the copying, it is the social safety and social standard we enjoy for um, appropriating black cultures. That starts with the hair. I have years back, before I came to realize that it's wrong, I used to wear braids, even here in Germany. I still do wear braids whenever we travel. Okay, so that answers your question, Germany. It is part of their culture, my husband's culture, to um, have your hair braided during Christmas, and I'm the only white woman in the family. I can never, ever be this disrespectful and be like, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, it's part of the family, so I'm doing it when I'm in that environment, not when I'm here. However, years back, I used to do it. I always got compliments for my hair from black people, from white people. Um, I have so many black uh, women as friends, and I know what they go through. I know. I think it's interesting she's talking about the um, the hair stuff because we were just talking about that point. But you know, it sounds like she's done it, you know, for different reasons, which shows a good example. And both of them don't mean that they are valued and that they are appreciated. Those are different attitudes altogether. So um, black women wear their braids is a problem. They wear their apple is a problem. Yeah, yeah. They don't get jobs. I just spoke on that. Bring it out. They don't even get simple mm -hmm. human rights because of their identity. But if we go and wear braids or wear native African clothes, um, if we go and have an aggressive tan, we are never going to be questioned. That's white privilege. And that's why we can freely copy black women for everything they naturally are and with benefits and even get praised on top of what another person's discrimination Well, she's talking white privilege. So how can we comfortably sit and be like, Same oh, in the music business, you know. Nothing against white rappers, but there's loads now, you know what I mean? They was able mm. to take the but blueprint. And you, you go out, wear the braids, get praises, but you know, um, peace to the ones who stand up. We are not even ready to question our own white privileges. That's why we are labeling it only hair, so that we can comfortably culturally appropriate another person's identity. We are using this um, statements to make ourselves comfortable. Well, we know that we're doing the wrong. Yeah, now, nah, you know, I, I like how she's speaking. Even though she's saying we're like, I think she's speaking in generalization because from how she speaks, I wouldn't um, charge her with being guilty of any of the stuff that she's speaking about herself because she speaks quite conscious and well informed about it enough. And, you know, I think she said she's married to a Nigerian and stuff. So, um, hmm. but I digress. Like I said, you know, she she does even though she's saying we, I wouldn't charge her being with being guilty of that because from how she's speaking, you can hear the innocence in her. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course, of course. And you know her speaking on white privilege and stuff. This now you know even though this topics was about the you know women and visual stuff, it, it transcends that because that's something that we deal with in society. And uh, you know some people refuse to even accept it. What I find interesting is and you know peace to them because. There seems to be a lot more white women that are open to calling out white privilege and, and hypocrisy and stuff like that than a lot of the men. And um, 
I don't know if it's because the women, you know, have been had their own kind of internal subjugation and stuff as well, and you know, have find find their voice as well to um, just speak out on injustices and stuff. But um, you know, I find that quite interesting. But as she said, you know, that privilege which is afforded to some to kind of take from another's culture. Now that's something we've we've explored deeply on this podcast and in past episodes is, you know, the concepts of like culture vultures, identity theft and stuff like that. We hear a lot of this stuff still in modern conversation to this day. People saying we're the real people of this and you know, these people that stole our this and that and the third, you know, um now do you have any before we get to the last point of this clip? You know, do you have any thoughts on what she just mentioned on, you know, white privilege in society? Yeah, I think she, I think credit to her for this. She can see things from both perspectives. Yeah, she did. Um, you know, and I guess that's down to the fact of her husband and his origin. Um, a lot of people can't, they're blinded. Well, I, I wouldn't, sorry to cut, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's just down to her husband. I'd probably say it's that, that may be in parts, but down to her, because like we said earlier, and even with one of the other clips that we checked out before, there's some people that fetishize people, but she doesn't seem like she coming from a fetishy, sizey place with being a guy, because some people then, they could be with a guy, but they still don't respect and appreciate certain things culturally enough, because... True. They're, they're not based in that level of thinking herself so she mm. seems like she got that level of thinking herself and um it's probably enhanced as you put it with her husband and stuff too you know but yeah i just want yeah. to put that out though yeah yeah I, I agree with you completely but yeah she 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 seems quite smart because she can see things from both perspectives because of her uh, a because of her experiences but maybe she's just just researched it um a lot of people are blinded uh either consciously or unconsciously from other people's uh, experiences, if that makes sense. Oh yeah. Uh, and they fail, they fail to look at things from other people's point of view. Uh, and that's why they have the kind of closed-minded views they have. Whereas uh, I have to say that she doesn't have that. So yeah, it's one thing I did notice when I watched the clip before, yeah. Okay, well, you know, I'm just checking it out now. I know we, we got it sent to us and you definitely screen a lot of the stuff before it goes on mm. the show. Um, so let's get back into the last part of this and then we wrap things up. You know, deep down, you know, we just don't want to say that because we want to reap the benefit. Um, that's a very, very um, current example. It's actually the Smart Grid Baby Carrier. If you're done with this video and have gotten to this point, um, why don't you Google um, what Google tells you about the Smart Grid Baby Carrier. That was last, uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently, Google says that a white woman discovered the Smart Grid Baby Carrier. Meanwhile, women in today's Tanzania, Namibia, Angola, Congo, um, literally the whole southern part of Africa, downwards of Cameroon downwards, have been carrying their children like this ever since they came to existence. Bring it out. And white supremacy and white privilege made it possible for a white woman to reap benefits of, of something, not only benefits in the form of praises, we are talking about money. We are talking about recognition. We are talking about um, getting compliments and getting praises for something she had absolutely no hand in. She literally saw it when the native um, Africans did it and still do up to today. Saw it, appropriated it, made her own, made it known in the, in the, in the white man's world, in the Western world, and got credit for it. And she's at fault because she failed to recognize the black woman as its origin. 
She failed to recognize the black woman as the origin of humanity, point one, and the origin of the idea she stole from that woman. Man, all of us went to school. If you go to school and do this kind of crap, you will fail every single available class. But if you're white and you're grown and you came from black people, you get medial recognition. You get Bring color, out. You get credit. That's right, credit. And that's only possible in the form of white supremacy because we keep it alive. Whenever yeah, it was like, you know, when when they started, um, when they started, oh, she she about to go in, I'm going to get back to that. Yeah, when they started censoring me online and stuff, I was talking to a few people and they were like, oh, you know, I know people that do this and do that. How come, how come uh, <laughs> they coming down so hard on you? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you got to ask, you got to ask yourself that. <laughs> I'm talking about identity, culture, heritage, without giving her credit, without making sure that she can carry the same thing we are carrying out her house without ever being discriminated one, we are guilty. So this isn't just go for black women, this goes for black people in general. If you only mm. if you only read about it, if you only listen to what black people tell you. Because I'm here telling you this, but um a million black people have told you this before you just don't listen. That's the point. You just don't listen. So whenever we appropriate, we technically know that it's not our own because we are not that dumb. I mean, I want to believe that we are not that dumb to really think that we invented box trade and that we invented big box and tiny bits and um, full lips in the name of lipless. I really want to believe that we are not that dumb to believe that we invented something. In about 20 years' time, they're going to say Eminem invented hip hop, man. So if you look at humanity and the achievements and um, where humanity was like 10,000 years ago, you know that black people were already truly alive. They already did an empire Facts. when you didn't even exist. Bring it out. Bring it out. Bring it out. We have a huge problem with giving black people the credit they deserve because we so desperately want to do what we can do. A copy will forever be a copy. Oh, wow. From the point of system. She get into we, the science, wow. We whitewash history, we whitewash humanity, we whitewash achievements globally, and then be like, um, I never and this is someone coming from Germany. And taking back the history we stole from them by force, only God knows why. Only God Germany knows we don't we don't gotta fight by force. So I think uh, we've seen that now. Black people around you, use your privilege for good. If you don't, you're going to. Oh, wow. So, um, she bringing it out, man. Oh, so, mm-hmm. um, well, yeah, just to summarize and, and you know, wrap up on that end note, she, you know, I didn't expect her to drop that science at the end, but a well presented video, you know, you can find that on YouTube. Um, the title, I'll put a link to it in, in the uh, description. The title is Why White Women Are Jealous of Black Women. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just I'm just digesting what she was just saying because she was just dropping a lot of science at the end. 
I was impressed. To be honest with you, I was impressed with. Um, well, remember yeah, when it, you did? You didn't want to do it, man. But she, she did it. <laughs> I remember when, when this was said to us. You was a bit apprehensive because mm-hmm. I remember, um, you know, this was emailed in, and you said you wasn't sure if it was gonna fit in with the segments, and mm-hmm. and I said, you know, let's let's give it a shot, and, and I didn't see it, but just us going back over it now, I feel as though, you know, um, I, you know, I'm impressed, you know. Hmm. Yeah, what were you going yeah, to say, though? Yeah, the knowledge of um, just general African culture and that kind of thing. Like, for example, people that, you know, the women carrying carrying the babies, um, I, you know, from Cameroon down. I knew that was more of a thing in Southern Africa and Central Africa than it was in West Africa, for example. I knew that. Yeah. Um, but when she dropped that, you know, I was like, yeah, that's, a lot of people might not know that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. People don't know anything about Africa. They think Africa's all the same. And, it's not the same as you know, Cameroon is as different to to Liberia is you know England is to Russia. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's different. So I mean, yeah, you know, she, yeah, she went, yeah. there, she brought, she brought it out, man. I mean, she dropped the history and the science of the planet. And when you drop the history yeah. and the science of the planet, you're talking about you know so-called black people being in existence from you know creation, how God intended, and God created His children. That's why Dr. King's last speech, he said, we ain't even got, we don't need no Molotov cocktails. <laughs> he said, we just got to go to these stores and tell them we got a message from our father mm. to tell you, you ain't treating these children right and things better change. Now I say that because she did mention some points about, you know, Black people got would they get tired and take things by force, and I feel a lot of people anticipate that. However, I don't, I don't advocate that we need to because, you know, as men of the scripture, we taught that you know the Most High would deal with these things. You know, vengeance is our fathers. At the same time, it's not it's not for us to seek. Exactly. You know, in in any aspect, you know, so um, so you know she's she did make a point on that, but obviously she's white, so she's probably seen it from that, like, you know, all the stuff that's been done, you know, people are going to get to a point, they're probably not taking it no more. I don't know when that clip was put out, but I feel as though a lot of the stuff she was saying, we're seeing some of that now, the sort of decline and falls of empires and stuff, and, you know, economies breaking down, pestilence, plagues and stuff happening, pandemics, um, you know, places around the world having food shortages and farmers going on strike and certain things haven't completely even rolled out more so like they may do so um, I, mm. I feel as though we're seeing some of that stuff now so um, it was an interesting clip you know peace to this lady let us know your thoughts in the comments and um, anything y'all want us to check out too you can send it in by email or send it in by message and um, we'll check that out <laughs>